Thank you, Roy. So why do we volunteer? What is it that motivates us or perhaps compels us to give time to certain things and not others? And there are so many options. Why do people like Bob Stevenson, Gary Wolf, Kate Ramsey, many others in this room, why have they devoted not days or hours, but years and many of them to Trent University? What's been their compelling reason? I don't know theirs, but I know mine. At heart, after almost 40 years, it's still a sense of obligation to give back to an institution and the people in it. They gave me as a young person, and so many other people like me, so much at a time in our lives when we absolutely need it. In the 1960s, uh, Trent did three things extremely well, and I hope it still does them. The first thing it did, it gave students a chance. Many of us arrived here with decent marks, clearly on a path to university education. But many of us have been dismissed by other universities because our marks were not what they should have been, because there were holes in our academic transfers. Trent looked at the whole student and tried to assess how he or she would react to what Trent demanded. The second thing that Trent did was, whether we deserved it or not, we were treated as adults. We were treated as full members of this community from the day we arrived. No initiation we hazing, no frosh stuff, no waiting our turn to be involved or provide leadership. I remember well uh, Duncan Matheson, a student from the third class of this university, describing how much of a letdown it was in graduate school after the expectations and experience that he had at Trent as an undergraduate. The third thing Trent did was practically compel participation and involvement. From Paul Wilson's focus on intramural athletics rather than spectator varsity sports, to a tutorial and seminar system that made it absolutely impossible to hide in the back row. Trent required us to be engaged, to be present, to be active. And we could see that engagement all around us among the faculty and staff. My first supervisor of studies was Jack Keneally, who worked in the controller's office. My second supervisor of studies was J.D.P. Martin, the university librarian. Both men busy administrative lives who could easily abduct, but chose to engage students personally one-on-one. -on -one. So what more could any young person ask? To be given a chance, to be accepted unconditionally into a community, to be encouraged and supported to develop realities that were far beyond anything he could have expected when he arrived here. How could anyone leave that experience and not have a lifelong sense of obligation to give back to the institution and the people in it who give them that opportunity? But I'd like to thank my wife Elaine as a Concordia graduate. She's understood always how important training is to me and has always encouraged me to give back what I think I need to. And as a volunteer, there are many of us here, there are no two better people in the world to work with than Kathleen Eason, Tony Story. 
And I would like to <laughs> and I'd like to thank Roy for his kind remarks, Holly Starter for nominating me for this honor, the Alumni Association for selecting me, and for the many friends and teachers from Trent who are still very much present in my life. Thank you.